to another great edition of Board Check. This entitled Hats Off because, my goodness, if you wore a hat to a game, if you've actually been able to attend a game, I'd be willing to bet it came off at some point because you were either astonished of what happened or somebody put three or more in the back of the net. As always, something I never remember to do all of the time, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at BoardCheck, at the Impact 99 will get you to me, or at Team Impact Media, either of those on Twitter. Um, all of those pages are on Facebook as well. The Impact 99 is how you will find all of our stuff, including my normal stuff, on Instagram. Uh, you can also find me and a lot of the videos I do pre, post, and halftime reports at uh, KSU Games, at Rugby ATL Games. There's no hockey in the area, so I can't be doing them there. But uh, you can find all those. Uh, let's see. I'm like Mad Hatter something on TikTok. And uh, if you're on Triller, and if not, you should be on Triller. It's a lot like TikTok. But uh, if you're not on Triller, you should be on Triller. And uh, you can probably search the Impact 99 or, or my name and find me on any of those. But definitely check out all of our content. Thanks for downloading the podcast or listening live, however you are listening to us. If you have an iPhone or an Apple device of some kind and want to go to the Apple iTunes store and give us a rating and review, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, plus, we love the feedback. And also, don't forget to visit our friends at the Buttered Utter out here, uh, right up the road here in Bremen, of course, and also in downtown Carrollton. And while you're in Carrollton, go by and see our friends at Printer's Ale. They got some fantastic stuff, especially this time of year. They really start experimenting and doing some fun things. You can uh, hang out there at certain times. They have food trucks as well. They do have activities. I don't know what kind of activities they have necessarily because it changes all the time. But uh, go check out those places because uh, the Butter Dutter, you can get great coffee. You can get uh, great sweet treats, including their uh, handmade, hand-spun ice cream that is, yeah, say, they got so many flavors. Each one of them are so good. A couple of them rotate in and out, so if you see one you really like, you definitely want to go get it. 
go see Mike and and uh, and uh, the rest of Butter Butter crew up there. Tell them the impact sent you. They'll know who I am. <laughs> I'm becoming a regular, regular, according to Mike's dad. Now, let's talk some hockey, right? It's what you tuned in for. Let's talk some hockey. So let's start. Uh, Nashville's uh, big-time star, Grimaldi, he gets a hat trick. Uh, I believe it was last Thursday. And it was the 40th overall hat trick for Nashville, but it was their first of the year. They have kind of had a more down-than-up season. They've been trying to um, kind of determine whether they want to stand pat, they want to have a slight fire sale, or want to try to add a few pieces. And uh, I don't think they've determined what they're going to do. But uh, Grimaldi's hat trick definitely gave him a little bit of a boost. I thought it was fantastic for a team that needed it. And uh, maybe this turns some things around for Nashville. Uh, also, Mika Zibinijad from the New York Rangers. He gets his second hat trick in nine days. He got this uh, last week. And this was a natural hat trick. The difference being he got them all. None of them were empty netters. I honestly don't know about Grimaldi's. It could have been one as well. But either way, uh, Zabinijad has been really heating up. He has been surging those Rangers forward, you know, because we have talked about it here on the show. Uh, The Rangers are a team that, you know, they... You know, till... They, they were really waiting on something to boost them up like this and to really get them back in it. They've had, uh, you know, especially the Panarin stuff and all that. It's it's just really had them in some just weird chaos throughout the year. So they needed this. And Mika Zibinijad is emerging as a uh, superstar. That would give the Rangers a couple of those. Uh, you know, I, I am glad to see the Rangers start to put some things together. Uh, Andrew Kopp also had a hat trick. Don't want to forget his as well. That's why it's called Hats Off today, because no joke, there has been a lot of hat tricks lately. And that's that's just a fun thing of hockey. Uh, now, the Anaheim Ducks, they, uh, they went old school a couple uh, games ago with their sweaters. For people who don't know hockey lingo, sweater is a jersey. That's just uh, a term a lot of hockey people refer to them as. You can you can easily call them jerseys. You can call them sweaters. You can call them uh, swag. You can call them what you know, call them what you want. That's fine. But if you call them sweaters, you'll get some old school hockey points on that one. Uh, but what the Ducks did is they did a flashback to the. 1992 film, Mighty Ducks, and would have done Charlie Conway and Gordon Bombay proud with their old school sweaters they did with the big Mighty Ducks logo on it. And uh, it's about time. 
the Ducks need some boosts anyway, and, and this is something they have planned. They probably wanted to do it last year and didn't get the opportunity, so they did it this year when they have a little bit of fans. It's about time, Ducks. It's It still bugs me that you don't go by Mighty. I get it. Uh, especially I don't think Disney has many ties to you guys anymore, if any. So I get that. You don't want to necessarily give them credit in free pub. But you got to keep in mind, your team's not very good right now. You got some good spots. You're not completely horrible. You got some good spots, but you need people to get excited for your games, and then they start attending your games. Once attending your games, they'll start cheering on your team, and cheering on your team, your team will probably play a little better. It helps. So there. There, there is the easy, foolproof plan. Uh, let's see, last Tuesday, Nate McKinnon, Nathan McKinnon, one of my favorite players, hopefully one of your favorite players, well, the Colorado Avalanche, he is probably in the top seven or eight in the league. He got his 200th goal of his career. So congratulations to Nate McKinnon on getting his 200th goal. He, we won't even talk about what kind of pace he's on or anything like that because it's still kind of early, it's still young. Um, where was I, uh, oh, the Montreal Canadiens, they are now open now, of course, but, uh, they had three games postponed, which kind of shook up a few games here and there. A lot of people were starting to catch up from missing games. Montreal will be a few behind now. Uh, they had a few because of the virus protocols, three games that were postponed, uh, they reopened March 29th, and as far as I know, they are uh, back doing some some uh, some good things. Uh, let's see. I do find it a little funny that the Blue Shirts Breakaway guys, who do a great New York Rangers podcast, uh, are friends and have hung out with the third goalie slash backup goalie, Keith Kincaid, for the Rangers. Uh, he is actually, when called in a spot duty this year, he has been pretty good. He he had a few nights where he was just exceptional. Um... I'm trying to pull up a stat for later. There we go. We'll have that loading while we're doing this. Uh, but uh, Keith Kincaid, man, he he's a guy that you probably would have never heard of. He's getting a little bit of a chance to shine with the goalie issues that the Rangers have had. So, you know, shout out to Keith Kincaid. Keep doing, keep doing what you're doing, big fella. And, uh, Who knows what could happen, given all this, the way things have been going, you know? Uh, we got the men and Blazers on ice. Uh, Roger Bennett got a chance to chirp with Ryan Reeves, which was uh, pretty interesting. He recently talked to Sebastian Ajo as well. There's a bunch of people. I read off a bunch of them to you guys. 
a couple episodes ago, I think. But uh, him learning to chirp with Ryan Reeves is, is pretty entertaining. A lot of people don't realize how good Ryan is at that. And once again, there's a hockey lingo term. So for people who either aren't familiar with it or you're new to the show or new to hockey even, uh, chirping is um, talking smack, talking crap, however you want to say it, to uh, people on the ice. You know, like uh, maybe a guy is skating past and uh, he hits a spot in the ice and he, he falls and you go, oh, first time on skates, you know, stuff like that. But uh, it's it's a funny episode. I believe you can catch it on the Peacock Network, and uh, it's it's a must watch for sure. Plus, is is Sebastian Ajo and is is really good as well. Uh, let's see, Canada, the Canadian government are going to reduce if they haven't already are going to reduce the quarantine from fourteen to seventeen days uh, to help with uh, traded American players. Not necessarily just American players, but any, you know, let's say the NHL is the easiest example. Let's say the Vancouver Canucks are going to trade a player to the Dallas Stars. The Canadian guy will cross the border, maybe quarantine for a couple days, and probably be in the Dallas lineup by the end of the week. The Dallas player going to Vancouver would have to cross the border into Canada and he used to have to quarantine for for 14 days, two full weeks, before he could even remotely hit the ice. Well, they're moving that down to seven. Things are going pretty good in Canada. So, uh, that, that's a good thing. And it's and it's not just good so that, uh, you know, be a little selfish that it'll help the NHL and players and, and baseball and, and things like that. But, you know, it's good to see when protocols get lessened a little bit because that usually means things are good. Um, speaking of the Dallas Stars, maybe this is why I have the Stars on my brain. Uh, the goalie prospect they have, not really a prospect because he's playing, the goalie they have been uh, featuring here lately, Jake Ottinger, he's emerging as a potential big-time netminder. He uh, is trying to help the Stars dig out of the hole they put themselves in early on. Part of it had to do with they didn't play as many games. And part of it is, well, they didn't quite put everything together early. You know, things happen. But uh, Jake Edinger, if you get a chance to watch him play, you should. Like I said, emerging goaltender, uh, he might be available in your fantasy league. I should probably look myself to see if he's available. But you guys probably don't want to know about my fantasy teams. Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Arizona Coyotes, Jacob... Chitron got a hat trick on Sunday versus Anaheim, including the overtime winner. If you're going to get a hat trick, why not make it the overtime winner, right? Uh, the Coyotes, as much as I think it's an <coughs> excuse me there, as much as I think it is an abomination that uh, they have a team there. 
Hey, the community rallied and, and somehow convinced people to let them stay. If the people of Atlanta would have gotten that choice, we might still have a team. But anyway, uh, congratulations to Jacob on the hat trick. There's tons of hat trick, I'm telling you. Um, also, this is all stuff from Sunday, this past Sunday. The Pittsburgh-Boston game, there were seven goals scored in the second period, including Marshan getting a hat trick. Uh, Crosby was lighting things up as well. Uh, Pittsburgh-Boston is always going to be a great rivalry, and this was no exception whatsoever. And the fact that Marshan is back showing everybody why he's, you know, Why he is way better off not doing the shenanigans and just being a player. Because when he is, he's he's one of the top players in the league. I say this all the time. So, good for you, Brad. Good for you, Brad Marchand. Uh, Glad you got a hat trick as well. You got uh, Boston doing well. I believe they were able to win against Crosby in that one. I don't have the score in front of me, but either way. Florida's Alex Wenberg got his first, or yeah, got his first hat trick versus his former team, uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets. That's always kind of fun to kind of stick it to your old team a little bit. Uh, TJ Oshie had this just wicked sick backhand goal the other day. You know, a lot of people think he's just a good, solid player. Uh, I would beg to differ that he is a, an exceptional player, great leader and everything like that. But uh, he he just did this backhand goal that uh, is going to be on some highlight reels for a long time. Uh, Matthew the Chuck, he did the old proverbial... He did the proverbial, let's get out of the penalty box and score a goal in the breakaway. You don't see that a lot. That's what you hope to do when somebody gets out of the penalty box, especially when you get put in the penalty box, you feel like you're weakening your team, which you kind of are, kind of putting them in a bad spot. So the fact that you can make up for it by uh, jumping out of the box, getting on the breakaway, and putting one in the back of the net, uh, just fantastic job by Matthew Chuck there. Something their dad did a handful of times as well. Um, Vancouver, like Montreal, uh, they're shut down actually till today. They're supposed to open back up today, maybe tomorrow. But uh, Vancouver uh, had some protocol issues, so they closed the facility down and postponed a bunch of games and you know, they'll rearrange the schedule in order to uh, get those games back in. The NHL's been doing a great job of doing that without putting people in a bad spot. Vegas Golden Knights forward Chandler Stevenson got a three-game ban, a.k.a. suspension, terminology again, for elbowing Tobias Bjornfoot from the L.A. Kings. Yeah, it's it was a little egregious. Okay. You, you know... Chandler, you know better. Uh, Carolina goalie Alex Nedeljkovic, another guy you should look for in, for your uh, fantasy lineups, 
Uh, he is on fire as of late. Another guy who started as the third-string goalie for a team. Marazic gets hurt, he becomes the backup. So as James Reimer needs some rest here and there, they start putting in Alex Nadelkovic. The thing was, Nadelkovic just got really hot. He is on fire as a goalie right now. And uh, it's really cool because I remember seeing him play, uh, I believe he played against our Gladiators a handful of years ago. And uh, then in the AHL last year, and uh, he's just, he's a fantastic guy. Fantastic human, as I always say. And then on top of that, now he's shining for the NHL team. So congratulations to him on that. Keep doing big things, sir. And uh, lastly, before we get into the usual wrap-up, Eric Carlson had the shootout winner after a two-goal game versus the Minnesota Wild the other day. Uh, He's doing everything he can to try to bolster the Sharks, who are just having a rough go of it. It's going to be interesting to see if people don't get moved here soon from there. It It is what it is, you know. You can only do so much. Now, in Ovechkin watch, as of the numbers in front of me, that's what I was looking up a while ago, as of the numbers in front of me, he is in sixth place all by himself at 725. He is only six behind Marcel Dion. And he would need another 10 after that to reach Brett Hull. I think that's probably pretty close to as many as he would get this year. He he could score a few more. I don't think he's going to quite catch Yarmir Yager, who is, is uh, in a pretty decent spot in third. And then, of course, he'd have the great Gordie Howe and Wayne Gretzky after that. But uh, Ovechkin watch, he's in sixth. After seven more goals, he'll be in fifth. So potentially another week and a half, two weeks, we could be talking about the fifth-place guy. Is that not incredible? That is incredible. Uh, league leaders, why we got it out. Connor McDavid is leading the points with 64. Leon Dreisaitl has 57. Yes, they played together. So that is just crazy. Weird thing is, they're not even in first place. I combined 121 points between the two of them, and they're not in first place. Uh, Patrick Kane is holding it down in third with 49, keeping Blackhawks in it. Your goal leader with 27 is Austin Matthews of the Toronto Maple Leafs. No, I didn't do a full-blown story on him this time. He's got 27 goals, which is five more than Connor McDavid. And uh, third place is Miko Rantanen from Colorado, who has 21. He plays with Nate McKinnon. That's becoming a a good one-two duo as well. Your assist leaders, of course, are Connor McDavid with 42, Leon Dreisaitl with 38, and Patrick Kane with 36. That's how they got on the big board. Um, look at some goalie numbers. Uh, Jack Campbell, man. Jack Campbell has uh, been really, really lighting things up up in Toronto. Uh, he's got a 1.53 goals against average. He is the leader at the moment. Philip Gustafson has a 1.81 from Ottawa. Ottawa's getting a little bit of a boost here lately as well. Save percentage-wise, it's it's uh, you just flip the two. 
Philip Gustafson has a 946 save percentage, 944 for Jack Campbell. It has been fantastic to watch those two play against each other. Philip Grubauer still leads in wins with 24. Andre Vasilevsky has 23. And Connor Hellebuck has 18. Uh, shutouts as well. Mark andre Fleury with 4. Philip Grubauer with 5. Let's check the divisions. Which have tightened up. These division races have tightened up here recently. Uh, let's. We never start with them. So let's start with the Honda West. Where Colorado holds a 4 point advantage. With 56. Over the Vegas Golden Knights with 52. 48 for Minnesota. 43 for Arizona. San Jose Sharks at 38. The Blues at 38 as well. The Kings at 34. The Anaheim Ducks at 20. Nine. So I would all but say the Ducks and the Kings are probably pretty much out of this, and if the Blues and Sharks don't do something soon, it's pretty much going to be decided over in the West. In the Discover Central, the Florida Panthers have 56 points, just two above Tampa Bay Lightning, the defending champions. Uh, one back of them at 53 is Carolina. At 41 points, a full 12 behind Carolina is Nashville, Chicago with 39, Dallas with 36, the Blue Jackets with 36, and the Detroit Red Wings with 31. In the Mass Mutual East, we get the Washington Capitals. Washington has 54 points. They are two up on the surging Islanders at 52. Two more points behind them are the Pittsburgh Penguins with 50 and the Boston Bruins with 44. Of course, that would be your top four playoff teams from that division if it ended now. Uh, Philadelphia has 41 in fifth place. The Rangers at 39. The Devils at 32. And Buffalo at 22 points is already figuring out who they're taking first overall. Uh, Let's see. In the Scotia North, a.k.a. Team Canada. Toronto has 55. They are, full, they are full six points ahead of Winnipeg with 49. Edmonton, who we talked about just a few minutes ago with their top scores, with 48. 43 points for the Montreal Canadiens. Vancouver Canucks have 35. So do the uh, Calgary Flames and the Ottawa Senators have 30. That pretty much sums up everything going on in the NHL. Appreciate you guys tuning in into another great addition. Oh, board check. This one called Hats Off. I am Jeremy D. and Peg York. We will see you guys down the road. Deuces, gooses. Go watch some hockey.